Welcome to Level Up Chips, Devil Summoner Raido Kuzanoha versus the Soulless Army. Hello everybody and welcome back to Level Up Chips. I am your lovely host, Michael Gonzalez, and I am joined by my lovely co-host, Max mm -hmm. Logan and... Jacob Rio. Hey, how's it going, man? Yeah. It's going good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no, no problem. So, so just, just to like get a good idea of like what kind of games that you like to play like what just just tell me about like your your gaming experience stuff like that sure so probably i mean the earliest i can remember is playing on my dad's ps2 oh um, okay you know, contra and uh motocross just oh yeah some of the classics so. yeah um Moved on to like Wii and Xbox. I started liking Minecraft and Halo and all that. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, sign of the times. Mm. <laughs> God, I get that. Um, now, now I mostly play like open world survival on PC and sometimes PlayStation right. exclusives. Sometimes mm -hmm. speed running Doom 2016. Yeah, yeah like he was sometimes talking about. Sometimes doing that, no. yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's great to have you here, honestly. So, yeah. so, uh, why don't we try getting into the news? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Max, do you want to say something about the movie? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, so, the Super Mario Brothers movie made by Illumination uh, was set to release on April seventh of uh, this year, obviously, but um, it got, I guess, brought forward to being released on April fifth. Two days. Yep. It was a whole whopping two days, and I gotta be excited. I am pretty excited, actually. Yeah, yeah. I Looks promising. Say, not excited for another Chris Pratt role, but I'm still willing to see it. Yeah, I am actually really excited to to see how he does it, and I I think that Jack Black. I'm really excited to see how he actually is Bowser. Yeah. yeah, that's probably the part I'm most excited about. Right. I. Uh, what? Yeah, because he's like a career voice actor as well as just... He actually decided to voice act. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Right. He wasn't sought out for the role. Right. Yeah. I, I think that that was like the biggest thing that I noticed. I was like, wow, Jack Black, he is giving a performance. Chris Pratt sounds like Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Charlie Day, it's so a it's... difference. He still sounds like Charlie Day, but it's like already cartoony enough there's at least an yeah. inflection in the right voice. yeah there's he has enough silliness in his voice yeah. to just it's like, like still be luigi yeah he's luigi you know like courage the cowardly dog energy like if, if, oh yeah if Absolutely. anybody watches like it's always sunny in philadelphia um yeah his, his character uh, his mom is technically like very ocd and yeah. always scared so in a certain way, his character already gave Luigi vibes, yeah. just in a more raunchy and um, uh, uh, mature way. Yeah. yeah, I'll agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so so the other news that we do have um, is Power Washing Simulator. Um, they they now have an expansion uh, that that's going to be coming out. I think in a day or two. Yeah. Um, called the uh, Final Fantasy Expansion Pack. Uh, no, or Midgar. Midgar. Yeah, yeah Midgar uh, Expansion Pack. Because it's seven specifically. Yes, and 
This one is interesting. I, I was first looking at it like, how the hell did they get this? Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, yeah. I, I was so confused. It is such a weird matchup. Yeah. And then I realized they were published by uh, Square Enix. Yeah. I was um, like, that, that makes, makes more yeah. sense. I mean, they already had the Croft Mansion in the game, so... That's where I was immediately like, okay, this isn't just, like, a one-time thing. What's going on, and why do they keep getting Square Enix stuff? Not to yeah. mention, most Square Enix stuff doesn't make any sense anyways. It really yeah. doesn't. No. It, I... <laughs> People probably know this by now, but when it comes to Square Enix, I have more of a, a hate relationship towards Square Enix than love. Um, but this time around, Power Washing Simulator and uh, actually has a little bit of love in my heart. So um, I, I got to give this a try. I'm excited to see this, especially because I played through 7 Remake yeah. um, Part 1. And um, I'm excited. I yeah. actually am excited to watch. Power Wash Final Fantasy VII items. Yeah, like uh, Cloud's uh, sword. Yeah, the Buster Sword or like... The Scorpion. The f- yeah, the first boss. I Have you played any Final Fantasy VII? I have, yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if this <laughs> no. was like... Because at this point, you either have played Final Fantasy VII or, or you just ha- are not yeah. going to. Right. No, I, I have played Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I've, I've dabbled. Everybody's dabbled in some way or mm. another. They, everybody knows the ending at this point. It's right. Been around too Everyone knows the the big like character death thing. It's literally the most infamous video game spoiler of all time. Besides, the princess is in another castle. And even yeah, at this point, that's not even a spoiler. Right. No, yeah. No. No. I will say uh, it's funny that you mentioned the character death. I'll I'll just say it right now, and then if anybody wants to skip ahead, go ahead. But um. Spoiler warning. Actually, what was it? Power Washing Simulator. They tweeted oh, yeah. this extension uh, tool for their their like pressure washer. pressure washer, and it said like, "Oh, is this Sephiroth's like favorite weapon?" Because it's it was like just extremely wand. long. And then someone edited edited it so Sephiroth was like impaling Aerith with the power washer, and they retweeted it saying, "No." <laughs> Insane. You know, props to them for retweeting it though, because that is funny. No, it took a lot of <laughs> a lot of guts. A lot I guess. of guts to do that. Well, so. Definitely. Hmm. I, I appreciate them for doing that. Um but. and then the final final bit of news that we do have, um, which is related to the main topic, is Elden Ring DLC. They finally announced it. Yep. Everybody has been predicting it over and over, over and over and again, over. saying they they always do DLC. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do DLC for Elden Ring. Except for Sekiro. I'm still oh, so... Oh, I forgot about that. Sekiro is so like the sad. only one other than like... What? Like... Demon uh, Souls? Demon Souls? And yeah. even then, that was like... That, was that, like, was, that game didn't need a DLC. That, did, that game didn't get the DLC probably because Sony had no faith in it. Yeah. yeah. They Sony were like, this like, game no. is garbage. <laughs> we're not letting it over to the West. And then... You're disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. That's Demon Souls to Sony. Yeah. Yeah. And then they saw it, like, actually for what it is. Yeah. Gave it a remake. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Elden Ring DLC. Yeah, Elden Ring DLC. The, what was it, Shadow of the Earth Tree? Yeah, Shadow of the Earth Tree. So, are, are you guys excited for this? Oh, definitely. Yeah, 100%. Okay, because I, I know you haven't beaten it. You're close. I'm You're close. extremely close. Yeah. Uh, 
you're actually not the only person who stopped around the point that you did that that I know of. Right. Yeah. Um, I just I don't know what it was. I just got interested in other games and kind yeah. of got put on the side. But mm-hmm. that's I'm exactly going to go around to finish it before the DLC comes out. That's exactly what happened to my brother. He was literally right where you were, like nine tenths of the way through, and then he said. I'm going to another game, and then just stopped. And I was like, what are you doing? You're right. No. You just tripped before the finish line. <laughs> In my defense, I didn't know it was the finish line. I yeah. I still had, like, another hundred hours left. Oh, my God. Well, the yeah. good news is you're going to be able to, like, get back into it and be like, okay, I know. I think my brother just gave up completely and said, okay, new slot, new time, let's go. I'm like, dude. That is, mm-hmm. that's, that's yeah. commitment. That, you know, that's I thought... Commitment. I thought that the DLC would be, like, uh, in another place that's not the lands between. So, like, they mentioned, like, the Badlands, which is where, like, Hora Lu is from. Or, like, the Land of Reeds, which they mentioned a few times. Yeah, or there's the, um, uh, the, like semi-human people that come from outside yeah demi-humans yeah that, that they come from outside the land of in-betweens yeah there could always be like an exception there could always be something some sort of weird teleporter at mm-hmm. this point i have nobody can like predict yeah where they're gonna take you at all they but, will take you into the land betweens definitely or the land between yeah um but at this point because it took them a full year just to announce and be confident enough to say yeah dlc incoming i don't know what this could be right anything there i mean from the image they released they uh, they released like a teaser image for it as well not any gameplay it's just like a a painting it's really cool so nice Uh, i'd love to get that as a the only hints we have are that like it probably has something to do with one of the lore characters, Mikola, who like wasn't, who was like the only like demigod in the game that wasn't actually like present. Yeah, yeah, like kind of present. Yeah, um, in an egg. Yeah. Um. So that actually does transition into our main topic, uh, which is Elden Ring. This is its one year uh, anniversary. Not not today specifically, but we're like pretty much around that point yeah it's been about a year uh i gotta say it's one of those games that i'm happy i'm so happy that it got game of the year Mm -hmm. um um, this this past game awards uh just because i loved god of war ragnarok right Um, yeah i mean you and i we both platinum the game Yeah. yeah but i gotta say the amount of community that was just built around that game yeah was the biggest that I've really ever seen for for an RPG. Yeah, for Elden Ring. Yeah, right. I'd say like I wanted God of War to win Game of the Year, but just seeing the amount of like TikTok edits and just the huge community around it, you didn't really see that with God of War. So it yeah. definitely, it definitely deserved to win. I think. Yeah, yeah, it did. And I, right. I did actually talk about this before about how um like on other episodes. How God of War uh, 2018, I think that, like, it got Game of the Year that year, mm-hmm. and I think that it was groundbreaking and revolutionary yeah, for that, its time. Yeah. Um, and I think that Ragnarok is still, like, that that same formula, formula of groundbreaking right. and revolutionary, but, but 
not in the same way. I think yeah. that the what 2018 did, I think that is where the award should go. Yeah. And I think that it, it I think it had its spotlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll agree cuz even God of War Ragnarok was it was a continuation, but there wasn't much new to it other right. than the new weapon and the, such, but it didn't really yeah, change like, things that being much. able to visit all the realms and stuff. Yeah. But Elden Ring is was like, a huge yeah, game it's changer. Like, it introduced a lot of people to the souls. souls-like. Yeah. It, to me, it, it was it, it's kind of that, and my brother will kill me for this, but it had more meat to it than even like Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I, I think that when it no, came to those RPG mm-hmm. open world type games that, that are like fantasy style, um, I think a lot of people try to draw comparisons between Breath of the Wild and Elden Ring. I think that Breath of the Wild had some of those like cool aspects, but Elden Ring, there were just moments where I was like, no way is this real. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's like moments like, I don't know, probably my first like wow thing was like just when you're in like Limgrave on the lake and the dragon just like swoops in I, I was like ah, dragon and then I fought the dragon and I was like oh this is cool and then you know it got repeated a ton of times I was like okay it's not as cool now but I remember the really cool first one Right, and I, I think that everybody did have just, like, that one moment in the game where they were like, I remember that. That was, like, a crazy, crazy-ass time. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's a lot of those moments. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, so, Jay, what what about you? What kind of moments did you, like, see that you were like, okay, yeah. So, in my, in my typical, like, achievement hunter-style gameplay, I chose not to follow the main path and instead to go behind the grave you come out of. Oh yeah, the the, yeah. Was the worst decision of my life. That was oh terrifying. To Caleb, yeah, yeah. Oh, just. I mean, even even at the point I'm at now, I sometimes struggle with the enemies in that area. I mean, yeah, the big like dogs and crows and like T Rex dogs. Yeah, Yeah. not to mention that it's crawling with dragons. There are so many. Oh Oh, yeah, the dragon barrow. Yep. that place in general, I just remember looking at it, and it reminded me of, like, it felt like Elden Ring had DNA of every single thing that FromSoft has really worked on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Kaylee was pretty much the Bloodborne area. It was just the place that was just, like, nightmare blunt rotation. Like, <laughs> yeah. You just never wanted Night- to be there. Nightmare, nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it felt like that, just completely. When the sky turned red, yeah, I was no, like, like oh, man, I'm screwed. I should not be here. <laughs> this is not a place I should go. I feel like we both had yeah, beginnings yeah. that were just, like, completely, like, messed up. Because, yeah. Um, I mean... Well, it was inside and outside of the game for me because um, I, I had to go to Lansing um, the like day or two before right. uh, Elden Ring came out, and I, I got this one like um, kombucha tea. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, the kombucha. Kombucha, yeah. yeah, and that stuff apparently really messed me up. It gave me a twenty-four hour flu. So bad that I was hallucinating and thinking that like there was another like being like venom inside of me. <laughs> there was like a, a symbiote. Experience Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah literally. Uh, I was like, I could not yeah, play the game. I could not experience it. I was just dying. And around like four a.m., I woke up, 
my fever of like 102 had broken and like I was like I'm so hungry I just got a whole thing of mashed potatoes and I was like Elden Ring and my brother who's in Japan yeah. uh, was just like voice chatting with me being like uh Mike it's like 4am over there you good? And I was like oh I'm great I'm great and I started the game. He was just kind of like watching me play it with um, the the screen share functionality. Right, yeah. And I got to this one area that was like almost like a ruined structure, and there was a chest in it. I was like, "Ooh, chest!" Oh, the and the warp like, chest. Yeah, and it fog was coming around. Oh, and I was like, my "Oh, God. where am I going?" Oh. And it was like one of those like crystal caves that's yeah. in Kaled. I know the exact yep. one that you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yep, Mind just you, drops you in I the was middle. Like probably level four or five at this point. Yep, yep, same. And I uh-huh. was like, <laughs> same "What here. is this?" And I just kept dying. I'm like, "There's no way to get out of this. I'm stuck. I'm uh-huh. stuck." I somehow just managed to, to get, get out. But you for, stepped out into the lake of rot for a good like <laughs> hour or two. I was like, "I can't do this. I can't do this." I actually so with that one, I actually managed to make it all the way through to the boss fight at the end of that game. Mm-hmm. Oh, the falling star beast! Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and it that fight took me more times than any of the boss fights ever did. Yeah, no, that was boss fights. Yeah, that the thing is insane. I was the early so game. For yeah. that and so, but I was so determined to finish it. <laughs> um, impressive. Again. Oh yeah, eventually. Eventually, it's like sunk cost fallacy. It's like, I need to do this. I've put I'm, too much time into I, it. I, I've been in this cave for five hours. I, I, can't, I can't stop now. It feels like me with Sekiro. Almost every boss, because it's the weirdest thing. When it when it came to uh, like Sekiro, which that game is more like you can't level up. You, you yeah. can level up to a certain extent. You also can't summon or whatever. And all so. that. Yeah. So like, it was just a game that was like get good or else yeah. Um, yeah while with like rpgs my brother is usually really good at them and i was the one that was struggling it's flip-flop for us i struggle so bad with sekiro and when it comes to dark souls and stuff i exceed mm-hmm. with gabe it's the exact opposite yeah he he exceeds in sekiro he cannot go through a dark souls game most of the time yeah um, so mm. i was just kind of there like doing pretty pretty good with it and he's like how did you just do this like first try i'm like i don't know man (laughs) so talking about the summons i actually it took me an embarrassing amount of time to learn how to actually use the summons oh like you mean like other people or the spirit uh, ash both oh both of them (laughs) i did not use my first ash until um the uh, fight at Rhea Lucaria Academy. Oh, it was, was it the dog or? It was the. Uh, um, Renala. Uh, Renala. Ah, uh, okay. That's a good place to do yeah, it. Yeah, because I've she seen. has like her own spirit ashes. It's like a little Pokemon now. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I. And, and uh, Lucaria is one of those places that's just. It's so cool. It's like. It's those Hogwarts, like, but cooler. Those, like, zombie-type enemies that, like, just drain your FP. Oh, oh yeah. Terrifying. There, there's so much about mm. that place that's just so terrifying. There's so much about Elden Ring that I don't think people realize just how, like, 
horrific it can be. Yeah. But, uh, like, so cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, probably my first moment with, like, terror in Elden Ring. <laughs> Besides the Caitlyn chest, where, like... <laughs> With the Caitlyn chest, I have my own story with that. I opened it, saw the fog coming out, I rolled away and like avoided getting transported. I was like, hmm, I'm curious what the fog does. And then I walked into it intentionally. I was like, oh. I did not know you could avoid that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I thought it was just tough luck. Yeah, if you roll out of it immediately, then you're good. Uh, What moment of terror did I have? Um, It's probably. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, walking into like the hailing tree with like all those like trumpeter enemies, and oh, there were that, yeah. there was like a place with like two of them positioned in like like sniper nests, effectively, no. and they just like take pot shots at you. And I was like, oh, these bubbles won't do that much damage. It took up like seventy percent of my health bar. I was like, oh my god, I need to run. <laughs> I, I couldn't run. I died. It's the ants for me. The ants oh, yeah. underneath the tree yeah. scared the daylights out of me. Like, literally, I was like, no, no, no. Ants. Please. I was sad. I was so sad. I think I think the, 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 the absolute scariest for me was, I can't remember, it's the manor that's on, like, the far left side of the map. Oh, uh, Carrion Manor? Oh, the hands. Oh, the hands. Yeah. Because they just I keep dropping the from the ceilings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I forgot God. about the hands. I just, I just figured out beforehand, beforehand, uh, <laughs> but bef- but before I fought the, those hands, that they're really weak to fire, and, yeah. like, when you light them on, they, like, start flailing around. I was. I felt so good after that. I was like, "Yeah, burn." I was lucky enough with that that I, um, I, I. So my first build, I went with. I went straight katanas because I mean katanas are the, the like the best they weapons in the game. Great. Yeah, yeah. And so I followed that path line to get like the next and next one. Yeah. And uh, you end up fighting um, the NPC that invades you, and you get her twin blade staff. Oh, yeah. oh, Eleonora. Yeah, yeah and but... that, I put uh, fire magic on that and ended up using that against them and just found out the fire weakness on my own. Right. I think that you told me. I had the benefit of basically both of us were playing the game at the exact same time. Yeah. And we were either, like, like ahead of each other or behind. Or sharing information. For so, yeah, much. we were pretty much sharing information. Um, he got to... the sewers. Yep. Oh god. The, oh. the sewers were just difficult. They were yeah. just like confusing. Yeah. The the entire thing I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> this is a maze, but yeah, go on. The worst maze. Um especially with Dung Eater, man. When yeah. I got that as a reward, I was like, Dung Eater, no. Well, every time I go down there I kill him. I want the armor. For Do you want to look like him? It's just funny. <laughs> I, I need to find the armor of, um like, the guy with the sun face and everything, like, the sun mask. Oh, gold mask? Yeah, I, yeah, I just have to complete mask. his quest line. I never actually figured out how to do that, so I'm going to have to figure it out. When yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of weird, but, yeah, you'll be able to get his armor, which is literally just, like, a loincloth, like, a drape, and then the mask. 
I kind of just want to play as that. I just kind of want to role play as. Honestly, you don't need armor in the game. It, it's like every other Souls game. It's fashion over stats. Yeah. It is. It really is. Elon mm. Musk should know about that by this point. Oh, yeah. He's... Yeah. His terrible build <laughs> with two shields. It was like 1% away from being completely overburdened. Yeah. <laughs> It makes me wonder what's going through that guy's mind. That, that guy designs rockets? I mean... Somehow, it's more like he pays the guys to, to make to, rockets. To design the rockets and the cars. And the... and then he's made everybody think he's smart enough to do it. Yep. I remember, there was, not to get sidetracked, yeah. but like, I just gotta say, there was a point where I was like, maybe he is the future, and then I realized, oh wait, maybe. everything that he fed me was just like, a bunch of lies. Okay. Yeah. I should I think about it. He had three shields. <laughs> oh god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one for each hand, one for the back. Some weird teenage mutant ninja turtle. That's that's all I oh, can yeah, say. Oh yeah, I remember getting that turtle shield, the turtle shell. Isn't that the one that's like what was it? A ton of people are using Yeah, it was it like 100%. Yeah, it had 100% physical resistance. It had barrier shield on it, which was, like, really powerful before they nerfed it. Yeah. Like, in the first patch, they were like, okay, the turtle shield can only block, like, 87% physical damage. And also, barrier shield, like, its duration is, like, cut down significantly. They had to patch a lot of stuff in the game. There was, I mean, it makes sense. The game was just huge. Yeah. I think it took me about 70 to 80 hours just to complete Beat it once. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just loved every second except for one part where I think if I went back, it wouldn't be too bad anymore. Um, Radon. Yeah, that was, that was rough. That was actually my easiest boss fight. <laughs> yeah, tell that to like a year ago, Mike. He was so difficult. Yeah, he he was, like, plugging away at Radon for, like, a solid day. It took me five tries. You want to know how I did it? How the hell did you do it? <laughs> you, get, <laughs> you get on Torrent, you go around and spawn everybody, and then you run away and let them do it. <laughs> I tried doing that, and they all died! You have to go back and pick them all back up. I forgot that you could Yeah, just that. resummon them. resummon them. You just keep resummoning them over and over again until they kill them. It took me, I mean, I was probably in that arena for like 30 minutes, but I didn't do a it's single safe. bit of damage to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just remember <laughs> when I was like, he was what, like halfway, maybe like... Oh yeah, the third's done. The meteor moves. Yeah, run, and he just, just run. No, and I didn't know. I was like, where did he go? I and knew. I did he didn't tell me. <laughs> I was like, Max, do you know where he he was like, Yeah, I know. And this was the point where I was like the farthest. And I was like, Where is he? Where is he? And then he just crashed and killed me and he was like, Yeah. And I was like, why didn't you say anything? <laughs> and I was so upset. I was so pissed off. Yeah, but uh, good news, Mike. Uh, after your bout of suffering, um, I learned. Like, I knew Radon's moveset inside and out. So I, like, destroyed him when I got to him. Yeah, I was his guinea pig for Radon. <laughs> I'm so upset about that. <laughs> well, when we play it again. We will both know this time. Yeah, we'll both know. Thankfully, they... Uh, didn't they also do something recently with patches where um, 
BOOP, like some of the areas that you can go around are like extended. They're just yeah, larger. maybe I don't know. I don't know about that. I know when you when you're playing co-op that they have more health and stuff like that. Oh, hmm. okay. That so might they be like the case. Okay, so you can't get vigor checked as easily. I see. Yeah, you you helped out a lot of people. Mm. I remember you really like to be summoned for certain boss fights. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite is Godfrey, just yes. because like that fight has such a good like cadence to it. Godfrey is such an interesting one. It's also really funny to watch people like get grabbed by him in his second <laughs> phase and like flung around and power bombed and stuff. I'm like, no. I want my souls, please! <laughs> Don't die. <laughs> I think that summoning and the idea of co-op was such a, like, great thing in this game. I really wish that there was, like, more more capabilities of co-op. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because so many people, I think they would have been able to go through everything if there was a co-op for, like, everything. Yeah. Um, I mean, on PC they have seamless co-op like mods yeah exactly yeah. and i think that like in terms of the co-op and summons there was not only like did everybody love it but there were just trends does everybody remember let me solo her oh, yeah, yeah yeah um so for those who don't know uh probably the hardest fight in the game uh really just of, like, on on the face of it is melania Blade of Mikola and also Goddess of Rot in the second phase. But, like, her whole thing is that when she hits you, no matter if you're blocking or if she just takes a hit, like, normally, she recovers some of her own health. And, yeah. You, you know about this? I know about this, and I'm absolutely terrified of it, and that's mm. why I haven't tried to fight her yet. She also has this move uh, that <laughs> pretty much just one-hits you if you are if you don't know how to dodge it correctly. Uh, and trust me, I still don't. Yeah, um, I know how to. It's just like, if you're too close, you're dead. It... Unless you get really lucky. Like, one time, I got out with, like, 10% of my health left. I was like, oh, I survived. It's like, oh, <laughs> I remember I would survive barely. Mm. I'd be like, I did it! And then she'd just stab me. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> and I die, and I, I'm like, okay, yeah. well. But Let Me Solo Her was the name of this character that someone summoned uh, for that fight. He's wearing just a jar on his head and wielding two katanas. And, and a loincloth on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like nof wearing nothing else besides the underwear. And all, and all Let Me Solo Her did was walk in and fight Melania by himself and take no damage whatsoever. And he became a hero for the community. I actually followed him on Twitter at some point, and I'm pretty sure even uh, Bandai Namco slash From Software, like, Acknowledge, yeah, yeah, acknowledged him yeah. and gave him, I think, a katana or... Yeah, like a Rivers of Blood. Yeah, I think they gave him a Rivers of Blood, which I was like, wow, that's insane. Mm -hmm. um, but apparently, uh, from his own experience, when he was, like, trying to figure out Melania in general, when he went to work, when he got back from work, in his car, all he could think of was her cadence of attacks. Yeah, that fighting was, her... 
yeah, fighting. I'm pretty yeah. sure he even had like the music playing. I, I could <laughs> be wrong, but I'm pretty sure yeah. that he said that like, yeah, I had the music playing and all I was thinking just Melania, Melania, Melania. Literally. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> he but, just went insane with the boss. Yeah. And the funniest part off. funniest part <laughs> of the story to me is just like all this all the knockoffs that came out came out of it afterwards like let her solo like, yeah let her solo me <laughs> where it's just an unarmed guy going in to get himself killed yeah. and like and there there was like let me date her and there was like the flower bouquet weapon <laughs> There were so many different variants, and I think that's just the big thing about this game that I will always love, and why I still, I, I hope that the DLC creates even more like community moments. Like, moments, um, just because stuff like that. Let me solo her. The amount of just crazy deaths that yeah. people have had, or wins, or people doing like DDR. Uh, you know, like dance pad, yes. attack. You know, yeah. fights with Melania. I'm like people are going insane. They just love this game. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about the like the dance pads. I actually I just recently saw a clip not of the Melania fight, but this one streamer like walked out to go to the bathroom or something and accidentally left the game unpaused, and her dog walked in and started stepping on the pad. And somehow managed to get her up into a position where enemies couldn't attack her. Oh. So the dog saved her. Huh. That's nice. Yeah. Nice. Good dog. <laughs> good boy. Oh, my gosh. It just reminds me of the, the previous story that we had where Goldfish accidentally made someone um, buy. Like, revealed like, their credit card info. And then, like. Yeah, they were doing one of those, like, Pokemon. Twitch plays Pokemon. It was, like, Fish plays Pokemon. Yeah, two fish in a tank that were able to control someone in Scarlet and Violet. It crashed, and um, they went to the e shop and bought something, <laughs> and it revealed his full like debit or credit card information to everybody. That reminds me, not to get off topic, but are you guys familiar with Michael Reeves? Sounds familiar. Yeah, sounds familiar. So he's a he's a YouTuber. Um, he's part of um, offline TV with like Pokimane in them. Okay. Oh, um, okay. But he's like a uh, he makes Wait. like weird inventions. Um, like um, Wait, I think I have. Oh, yeah, yeah, this guy. Yeah, he made a uh, like you know the uh, Boston Diamond Dynamics robot dog. Yeah. Yeah. He made it so that it. If you place a red solo cup on the ground, it will walk over to it and pee beer into it. Type of stuff. Oh, mm. he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but the fish thing reminds me of one of his videos. He made a fish. Uh, he made like a, an algorithm with a camera that would track the fish's location in the fish tank. And depending on which side of the tank he went on, it would buy or sell stocks. Oh, and he did a test to see if, uh, like, r slash Wall Street or the fish would do better. And the fish did better than them. Let me just say, fish know better. Fish know better. <laughs> they know something we don't. <laughs> it's not lizard people. It's fish people running around. <laughs> it's like that one episode of Rick and Morty where the squirrels are just like, oh, my gosh, he can hear us. Hey, it's like, hey. <laughs> you, just remember, people, if you ever... 
if you're ever out on a rainy day and you see someone just standing there, they say, lovely weather, isn't it? They're they're a fish person. <laughs> it's like one piece out there. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I like this conversation. Right, I, Elden Ring. I think that there's just a lot of different variations to... Um, styles in this game yeah like yeah builds builds lots of build variety were insane and a lot of people were also comparing um hogwarts legacy actually to (laughs) elden ring because um hogwarts legacy has like 27 spells that you can cast elden ring has like 27,000 combinations (laughs) yeah (laughs) like like 150 spells in it and it's crazy Mm. i think that like I think that they were really trying to point out, especially with Alucard, um, not Alucard, oh my gosh, what am I... Raya Lucaria? Raya Lucaria. (laughs) Alucard. What? Like, Alucaria, maybe? I have no idea. No idea. I I have no idea where you're grabbing from. (laughs) No, yeah. uh, Anyway, (laughs) I don't know what happened there. That was like... That was like a Freudian slip of the century. (laughs) Apparently, hmm. but regardless, um, yes, Ray Lucaria um, was just a great way to demonstrate that even magic is a viable option. Yeah. And there's a whole school all about the amount of magic there is. Right. Um, I mean, that's just like a few different subsections of magic there's like so many more in the game yeah and even like like you saying at raya lucaria they only focused on specific kinds of magic and there's still that's only half of the magic that's like there's like carrion magic like the death's kind there's like fire giant spells i i have to ask just really quickly for everybody what what was your like favorite location uh, to to just be at huh. in the game because I know there's just there's so many but like when I think about Elden Ring and I think about a moment where I was like I want this as a poster or I want this as just like a screensaver because of how beautiful and gorgeous it is. Mm-hmm. It's the underground area. Um, oh yeah, where there's uh, all the stars and everything. The riv- so oh, yeah. yeah, the river. Yeah, the, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so a very frustrating area. Yeah, with the guys like <laughs> shooting arrows at you from, from across everywhere. the map. <laughs> I kept seeing them. I was like, they look like something that would have been out of like Gauntlet, Dark Legacy, or like Lord of the Rings. What are they doing here in Elden Ring? <laughs> I mean, hey, they're also little goblins. So. They are little goblins. <laughs> but dicks. Yeah, uh, my favorite area was Lindell. Like, specifically the time when you're, like, walking out into the big open area. And you see, like, the city below and, like, the huge dragon that, like, crashed into the city. That was crazy cool. And also seeing, like, the real world, like, counterpart of the round table hold. Like Oh, that that messed with my head. I was was like, like, oh. Why is this so familiar? familiar? Yeah, it was like, oh, it's a round table. I was like, what's yeah. that doing here? I It was such a big Bloodborne, like, oh my gosh, it's just like your the little Hunter's hub. Dream. Yeah, the Hunter's there, Dream. Yeah, there was, an, there was another moment like that in Dark Souls 3 where, like, you go to a dark version of the world and, like, go into Firelink Shrine, but 
like everyone's gone. Oh, that's so Except weird. for the shopkeeper. She's still there. She's like one of the hags from Dark Souls 2. She's just like, oh, you're here? Yeah, she's like, <laughs> oh, everyone's dead. But like, here's that quest item you wanted for your ending. That's so wild. <laughs> I think, for me, similar, but the parts in Lindell leading up to like climbing to the uh, entrance to the Erd Tree. Oh, yeah, like... Uh... I mean, like, getting up, climbing up that dragon's wing. Yeah, and, like, and, like climbing up the branches up to the yeah. boss. Yeah, the god-free, yeah, gold-free. Yeah, that, or, yeah, more god. Yeah, and more god and stuff, yep. I think that we should talk a little bit about, like, the bosses, too. Besides Melania. Yeah. Besides Melania and Radon and <laughs> um, Morgot and Morgit. Um, Margit. Margit, yeah. Um... What, what? Did you guys have any trouble with that in the beginning? Because I know you did. Okay, yeah. I it I couldn't beat Margit for like a solid day. And then I finally beat him with Morgot. When I got to him, I beat him in one try. I was like, huh, I've gotten better at this game. I think I did too. I feel like I either like first or second tried Morgot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. For me, when it, when it came to Morgoth, I had just done so much exploring and leveling up. I was probably over-leveled for that fight, so it was just a, a sweep. Yeah. yeah, I I think I took like three hits and I did it first try. Hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't mine wasn't... Use, at that point, I had like ten health flasks and I didn't use any of them. Mine was mine wasn't pretty, but yeah, first attempt. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh, yeah, and you, there's just so many different boss types yeah. that there were. I still gotta say, those cat things were always just annoying. Oh, the watchdogs? Yeah, the watchdogs, they were, I always thought they looked more like a cat. Like Yeah, they, they do, it's just, they're called watchdogs. Yeah. Just to show the amount of trickery that mm-hmm. they had, they... The amount of times where I'd be like, oh, I think they're about to, to hit, and then they'd be like, stopping, and right when I stop rolling, that's where like, yeah, okay. Delayed, <laughs> well, to be delayed fair, that's like, that is every enemy in the game. Yeah, it because... Fake swing. Yeah. Fake swing. Yeah. Real swing. Yeah, from, from software realized that, like, it's really easy to dodge really fast attacks. Yeah, because, like panic roll. Yeah, like with Dark Souls 3, like, you could panic roll through most of that game. And then there are a few bosses in the DLC with delayed attacks, and those, like, messed everyone up. So then they're like, they're like interesting. Let's just only do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what ever, uh, got a lot of people with Margaret, because everybody was just oh, yeah. so used to, like, all right, attack, attack. I remember when he started using the hammer, went up, and I'd be like, all right, roll. Wait. Oh, he's then- not coming down. <laughs> <yet>. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh my gosh, and that it was like a Looney Tune moment for almost every boss fight. Honestly, hmm. other than the fire giant, that probably is the boss fight that took me the longest for that exact reason. I just just kept the delays. That. So, so what happened with the fire giant that just took so long? He just kept stepping on me. Really? Yeah, he like, <laughs> you know, if I can get really. Like, if he puts you on the ropes once, it's over. Not, yeah. He's, if you're in the corner, you're on the ground dead. Yeah. You're, it's impossible to, like, You will always have to be pressing that. your advantage, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, man. If you do not take advantage of every opening, you are done. I really don't think that I had too much trouble with him. I just mm-hmm. remember, like, going towards his feet, like, in the beginning, mm-hmm. just attacking him, 
And then when he was on the ground, I was like, okay, I'm just going to, like, go somewhere where he can't hurt me. Just start attacking. Go away a little bit. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it, I think... Go ahead. Oh, I just think that, like, the boss fights, they... They, they just had a lot of variety. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was a lot of them that... Because they, they, they had bosses that dealt with every type of, like, element. Like, they had... They have the rot, they have the fire, they have... Magic. Magic, they have the the golden magic, they have... Yeah. There's so much blood. magic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yeah. So they just always kept it fresh enough that even if it was mm-hmm. the same boss again, it felt different. On, on the note of bosses, and also additionally music, because oh, yeah. the soundtrack for this game is, like, top tier. Yeah. Oh. Amazing. But... Yeah, like, my favorite soundtrack is for Moog, the Lord of Blood. Because, like, he's, like, in the underground area. Mm-hmm. And he his fight is, he has, like, a big trident that has points made of blood. And, like, he throws it all around. It's, like, on fire and stuff. It's, like, literally, he's, like, Mega Satan. And his yeah. theme is, like, the most evil thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I... He really was the devil because he, he took me so many tries to beat. Yeah. Um, specifically because that boss. The phase transition. Yeah, the phase transition where he would just heal himself and you'd get hurt. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, how is this allowed? Yeah. <laughs> Until I realized like about half a year later, oh, there was an item so it would stop. Yeah, specifically <laughs> counters that move and only that move. I wish you could see it, but there's just me with a blank face being like, that's great, that's awesome, <laughs> that's cool. I mean, hey, in the next playthrough. I know, I was just so upset Isn't when I heard so that. Is like, satisfying that you did it without that, though? No. Yeah, yeah no. no. <laughs> After Jake, come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, that, that fight was stressful. Like, in the second phase, there's just fire everywhere. It's uh, causing you to bleed. And, like, there's so much he's bleeding. flying around. And, like, he's so fast in that even, one. And I was like, oh, my God. Even after, because real early into the, uh, after the game's release, they, like, heavily nerfed blood damage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's still the best damage type in the game. Yeah. I, I actually, just this new run, I went with uh, Samurai specifically so I could get with blood. Yeah, um, the pre- katanas are so good at blood dealing. It's, it's mm-hmm. insane. Previously, I actually, I had been playing Dark Souls 1, um, Sekiro, Souls 2. Bloodborne, a little bit of Dark Souls 2. I mean, I, you beat the game. Well, yeah, but not before <laughs> Elden Ring. Okay, yeah, but not before Elden Ring. I was going to say, like, a good, like, third through uh, Dark Souls 3, and then I got to Elden Ring. Right. And at this point, I was in, like, one of those, like, I don't know, highs where I was like, oh, my gosh, I can just be an axe wielder, and I'll be unstoppable. Yeah, and like, that's exactly what I did for, like, yeah, all like of Elden Ring. Godric's great axe in one hand and, like, <laughs> a normal one in the other. Yeah, I did. I, I had both of those, just both wielding those. I had Radon's armor, and I was just attacking <laughs> anything and everything with those. My my go-to was, at the start, was always the katanas, and specifically the ones with the unsheath ability. 
Oh, yeah. That's just it's so, so cool. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. And it does cool. so much. That's a big thing. And yeah, it does so much why damage. The fire damage or the fire uh, giant took me so long. Because I, I deal so heavily in just trying to stagger every enemy possible. And then just unleash the unsheath. Yeah. And then when you have a boss that's just so big and unstaggerable. Yeah. yeah. That, that'll do it. But my build was like, I heard that Faith builds weren't going to be like garbage in Elden Ring. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, well, they have like the pyromancies now. So maybe I can make something out of that. And like I ended up running the Blasphemous Blade. Which is a sword you get from Rykard. Uh, and the really cool thing about it is that when you use the weapon art, if it hits any enemy, it absorbs health for you. And, like, this is so fun. It's like, <laughs> it does so much damage, too. Plus, with Melania, it, like, knocks her down. So, like, if you time it right, you could just stun lock her. <laughs> I forgot about Rykard. I remember feeling like that was the craziest secret for some reason because i don't know why i i went through the entire manor Mm. and i was like okay i don't know where this is leading underground sure whatever and i saw the fog and i was like okay and then there's a snake yeah yeah, i was like oh (laughs) snake okay i'll I'll fight the snake sure and then when i killed or like yeah went through the health bar and then it revealed itself to be Rikard, like his face on the snake. I was like, "What? What? What's going on? No!" Together, no. <laughs> he like pulls his sword out from inside of him. It's like crazy. I was going feral when that was happening because yeah. it felt like the craziest like peak fiction right. you could ever plus, get. <laughs> plus, that's like my favorite gimmick boss in the series. Like other ones include. Include, like, Storm King from Demon Souls and, like, Yorm from Dark Souls 3, where you use, like, a context-specific weapon to, like, just have a spectacle fight. Yeah, which, believe it or not, for Gabe, he had so much trouble with that one that he was like, this is my least favorite gimmick boss. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sorry, man. He he went the magic route. Oh. Um. So I think that he was just more aimed on... Not really getting hit, yeah, and going the Oh, yeah, he didn't have the vigor to, like... I don't think he did. So when he went through that, he was like, no, no, no. The magic classes are just such a glass cannon build. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, if you want the insane damage that you see in, like, videos... You have to put all your... um, Points into intelligence. Yeah. It's one of those where you're either... It could be seen as easy mode. It could also be seen as just not. As yeah. Torture. Yeah, <laughs> if the if the boss moves too much, you can't get Comet Azur on them, then, uh... I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just remember Dark Souls 1 being... I, I realized at that point, I can never do magic. Um, and I'm okay with that. I think that the game, just to, like, close it off on my end, um, and you guys can say your own closing parts, but... I think for my end, I just have to say Elden Ring really brought a lot of a lot of change in I think what I, I, I think of a from software game and an open world RPG. Yeah. And I also think that it brought a lot of change in how people can play a game. Right. Because yeah. I think that when it came to other Dark Souls type games or Bloodborne or anything like that 
felt like if you went with a certain class, it was kind of a, a roll the dice moment where it could either be really good or you're just, it's nearly impossible to get through the game. Like, not impossible, you know, it, it isn't impossible, but it's nearly impossible. You and I think be dedicated. And I think Elden Ring just kind of gave that, that opportunity yeah. for people to say, no, I want to do magic, and mm-hmm. I can do so much with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, my closing thoughts are uh, Elden Ring was so good. Like, later in that year, I tried to play, like, an Ubisoft open world, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla or something. Oh. I was like, I can't do this. I'm just wasting my time. Like, Well, your problem was going with a Ubisoft game. Yeah, yeah, but like, <laughs> but, like, before... That like, was the first fun. But, like, before Elden Ring, I could, like, tolerate them, right? You know, I played, like, Far Cry. Oh, I yeah. played, like, yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I liked that because it was, like, ancient Greece. So I was like, oh, yeah. Parthenon, wow. But... Yeah, now I'm like, oh, I can't play them anymore. Like, I'm just wasting my time. <laughs> I think the only Ubisoft game easy. I can go to is either Far Cry 4 or, like, Watch Dogs 2, and that's it. Yeah. Maybe I'll try replaying Far Cry 4 or something. I like that a lot. No. And honestly, for my... I, I'm kind of with you that I'm, I'm glad Elden Ring, like, opened it up. Because I remember seeing this... When it first came out, there was this YouTube series I was watching... Um, where this guy had his girlfriend who's never played video games before play Elden Ring. And it it just, it seems like it, it actually makes it possible for people to get into Souls-like games. Yeah, it's very accessible. Yeah. It's both, like, the hardest one and the most accessible one. Yeah. It's, it's, easy, it's easy to learn, hard to get good at. Yeah, I mean, like... Summoning in this one is super easy because, like, so much all easier. it takes is you pick up two flowers and then you can make the item that lets you summon people. Like, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And I think to me, it. Yeah, I think that this game, just in general, I understand why. What was it? the The latest sales thing it got was like thirty million. Was twenty like million? Twenty mil? Yeah, twenty million sales that's huge for not only for for an rpg but in one year in one year a souls like game that so many people just think of as a niche category that like only well it would probably only sell like two three million and that's it right yeah It, it would be just the just the people that have played dark souls really but for some reason this game just blew up yeah 10 times the amount yeah so with that, I, I just have to say, that I'm excited. I'm excited to see the DLC, and I cannot wait to see who someone else will solo. <laughs> what super boss they had? Let me solo Mikola. I don't know. Will that happen? <laughs> um, It'll I, be a Melania and Mikola duo fight. If that happens... <laughs> Oh my god, don't even. <laughs> if that's a thing, count me out. I'm not playing. <laughs> yeah, if I walk into that boss room, I'm just going to be like, no. I feel I'm like good. It's, I'm not getting stuck in that. I've been here too long to not finish it problem. I feel like that would be in comparison if, like, the Orphan of Cause teamed up with Melania. Oh. I feel like that's what would happen, where it's just, like, the hardest mm-hmm. enemies in any so- from software game mm-hmm. just tagging together. Honestly. And- Honestly, yeah, I think the Orphan of Cost might be harder than Melania. I still beg to differ. Yeah, but, like, okay, so. 
I guess we should probably transition first. Yeah, I was going to say, this is our random game of the week. We just chose a random uh, game from that uh, wheel spinner that we have, and it chose Bloodborne. Bloodborne. Yeah. Yeah. So... (laughs) Quite on topic, at least. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's fantastic. (laughs) Right, but... um, yeah, Bloodborne was released in like 2015. It's still PlayStation exclusive, uh, developed by From Software. Yep, still locked to 30 frames per second. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we all just <laughs> groan at that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that's probably why I haven't really gotten into it yet, is because of the the PlayStation exclusive and just it's locked on old hardware. No mm. matter what, I still say that it's like definitely one of the top five from software games just ever Mm -hmm. um probably second or third for me at this point um just because it has such a beautiful gothic world yep that is so terrifying Mm -hmm. if you liked kaled or was terrified of kaled it's just kaled but a game everywhere yeah everywhere yeah uh pretty much like the premise is like you're an outsider to this big city called Yarnum, where, like, there's this healing church that uses blood as their, like, for administrative purposes. But the blood turns people into, like, horrible beasts. So, like, the church hires, like, these hunters to go kill the beasts. So uh, it's like, it heals them, but at the same time, it it's, it's like chemotherapy. It's like... <laughs> What the blood is like, I'd say it's like super drugs. Like, I mean, I feel like I feel like it's just like if you were to put any random blood into your body now, it's not exactly going to have yeah. great effects. I mean, you're not going to turn into a werewolf. I mean, but no, like, but like you'll probably get I some wish. disease. <laughs> if only some disfiguring disease yeah. that you don't want. But then later, like not even later, honestly, like a third of the way through the game, it starts turning more like Lovecraftian. Yeah, and it's, it's horror. crazy because you're like, okay, I think I get the premise, and then it just completely changes into yeah, the the Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Yeah, like horror. you're fighting like eldritch beings and like Huge, there's a like tentacle creatures. There's like a status effect called frenzy where like if you build it up too much, you literally take damage from going insane. Yeah. Elden Ring had that too, didn't it? Yes, it did. Yeah, madness. <laughs> yeah. This yep. one was interesting though because the enemies, the specific enemy, the Winter Lantern, um, they base. It wasn't it like a huge eye or what? yeah, like a bunch of eyes. Like it's a big. That's right. Bulbous it's a huge mass ball with like a bunch of eyes all around it, and if it's looking at you, it builds frenzy. You that, basically go insane from looking at it. That sounds like what you see in the corner of the room when you have sleep paralysis. Exactly. Basically. And, and plus, you can hear them from a distance away because they, like, sing when they're walking around. Of course they sing. Why wouldn't it's, they sing? It's like that creature from Amnesia where it's like, if you look at it too long, then that's it. You're screwed. Yeah, you're insane. But, you go uh, insane. Which I will also recommend Amnesia. It's a great I, game. Amnesia is an amazing game. Um, but regardless, when it comes to horror, this one is like one that I always want to pick up again when it's Halloween because it's so cool. It's such a neat Mm -hmm. idea of dark fantasy mixed in with gothic Lovecraftian beings. Yeah. It feels like aliens just decided to just invade your weird Victorian gothic game. Yeah. 
plus, it helps that the gameplay in Bloodborne is also really good. It's the it was the first one really for FromSoft that was like fast, really fast. Yeah, like it's a complete pivot from Dark Souls Two, which is like super the slow, lowest one. Yeah, Blood, with Bloodborne, you're like rewarded for being aggressive, and like all your weapons are like super brutal, and like when you hit things, blood just like gushes out of them. It's so satisfying. It's definitely a change from most from software mm. games I've seen that just absolutely punish you if you try to any aggressive movement at mm. all. At the same time, it does it, it both rewards and punishes aggressiveness because it has this one system that I learned about from Max. The counter system. The counter yeah. system. Where if you're in the middle of an attack... Or like any animation, you get hit double damage. Ooh. So it, it basically it's uh, like... It's well-metered. find out. Well-metered yeah. aggress- aggressiveness, pretty much. So it's, it's such an interesting but, idea and... Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's another mechanic called rally, where <laughs> so many things. If you where if you get hit, like a certain portion of your health bar will be yellow, and like that depletes over time. And if you and if you attack the enemy before that yellow health bar depletes, you get your health back. So there's, it's such a random one. I feel like because with. I, I feel like with Bloodborne, it has those same, like, ideas and RPG elements of a Dark Souls game, but it completely changes the combat. Yeah, like, and... Sorry. Completely changes the combat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you only get, like, a few more unique weapons rather than hundreds of copies of, like, a sword... Or like a big sword. Which I always enjoyed about the game. I always felt like if you got something like if you got something in Bloodborne, it felt like, okay. I should try this out. Yeah. You go to the shop, it's a sword, a slightly bigger sword, a sword with a few spikes on it. Yeah, a sword with a few spikes. You got like the gut sword, but yeah, like uh in Bloodborne, uh another thing is that you there's only like two shields in the game. One of them's in the DLC, and it's kind of okay, but the one in the base game is literal garbage. It's so interesting. They did such and a they, good job. And they say, you don't want... Obviously, you don't want the shield. Carry a gun instead. And, like, that's how you parry. It's so cool. I remember what probably first time I played it, I was like, oh, it's a shield just like Dark Souls. It'll help me. <laughs> No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It blocks, like, no damage. I hated that thing. I was like, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. It, I just love it. Mm-hmm. To all that that could play it, I do recommend it. I really do. I'll probably get around to it within the year. Yeah, just, uh... Be Elden Ring. Yeah, beat Elden Ring first, but... Yeah, I'll... I'll take I'll take on one souls like at a time. Yeah, definitely. Honestly, I think that that would be a good time. Just uh, we we should try and get le- uh, action replay at some point to try and do another uh, from software type of day. Mm, maybe. But yeah. Uh, my closing thoughts on L- on sorry Bloodborne. <laughs> um, I think from software just figured out like the fun way to play souls games. Which is like, you know, you two-hand your weapon, 
you don't really block that much. You just go in and, like, do damage. And they're like, okay. Yeah. Do we it. hear you. <laughs> I just always loved, and this is my final statement, I just always loved parrying with the gun. Yeah. Um, And pretty much completely going into Yeah, like putting your arm inside of the, just ripping it out. And and a bunch of blood gushing out. It really felt like you were a superhuman being. I don't know. Except for the pig. (laughs) So that closes it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Well, I think that does actually close it. But, uh, I... This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for yeah, uh, thanks coming for around, coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. And and just I I hope you guys take a listen to this, and I hope you guys uh, you know take a listen to the coming podcast. Episode, yeah. All right. See ya, everybody. Yep. Bye. Later. Bye.